listening to PetLifeRadio.com. DSPN is brought to you by Dog.com. For everything and anything dog, shop Dog.com today for all the top brands. Greenies, Frontline, Kong, Nylabone, Royal Canin, and more. Shop at Dog.com and use the promo code SADDSPN and get $15 off your order of $75 or more. Ladies and gentlemen, Pet Life Radio proudly presents DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. Get ready to unleash the dog sports enthusiast in all of us. From ski joring and mushing to racing, agility, and competition, this is the place to learn all about the dog sports and activities that you can do with your furry best friend and canine competitor. We'll hear from the leading sports dog show stars that are at the top of their game, learning training tips and get the scoop on their secrets to success. So put your paws together and give a tail-wagging welcome to your DSPN host, Lori Williams. Hi, and welcome to DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network, here on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Laurie Williams, and I am the director of Pup and Iron Canine Sports and Learning Center in Fredericksburg, Virginia. And I am the host here at DSPN, here to bring you all the great, fun, and relationship building activities that you can do with your dog. And one of the best activities of all is traveling with your pet. So today we are going to talk to Carol Bryant. She is the PR director and also the director of social media for Fido Friendly Magazine. So we're going to go ahead and take a short break and we'll be right back with Carol in just a second. ESPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network, will be right back with more exciting action and biting commentary right after this quick timeout. Celebrate your special occasion and give her this classic semi-eternity band created with one-carat brilliant diamonds channel set in 14-carat white gold. Exclusively yours from ICE.com. Free shipping over $150, free returns, and 30-day money-back guarantee. Go to ICE.com and use promo code ACTFP and get 20% off your purchase. Or use promo code ADTFP and get 20% off at Diamond.com. ICE.com or Diamond.com. Get 20% off from Pet Life Radio. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash DSPN to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. There's a movement afoot. ShoeBuy.com. Join the millions of people who shop ShoeBuy.com's over 400 brands and 500,000 products. Order now and get free shipping and free return shipping. ShoeBuy.com, the world's greatest shoe store. Walk your dog in style and comfort. Enter the code DSPN at checkout and get a 10% discount plus free shipping at ShoeBuy.com. 
This year, Americans are expected to spend a jaw-dropping $36 billion on their pets. From lighted leashes to high-end spa products, the discriminating pet owner can find just about anything to pamper his or her pet. Hi, this is Michelle Fern. Join me every week for Best Bets for Pets, where we'll talk about the latest pet products and talk to the companies that make them. Best Bets for Pets, every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. Get ready for game time with your DSPN host, Lori Williams. Welcome back to DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network here on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Laurie Williams, and we're going to talk about a great activity you could do with your pet, and that's traveling. With us today is Carol Bryant. She is the PR and social media director for Fido Friendly Magazine. Hi, Carol. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, Laurie. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I'm really excited about what we're going to talk about today because, you know, a lot of the activities that we do with our pets, you can't do them unless you can get there first. And traveling with your pet is probably one of the most forgotten about activities that you can do. A pet can be a great traveling companion. So I'm glad to hear you, have you here on our show today. Now, one of the things I did want to ask you about as far as traveling with your pet, would you say that that's something that is increasing you know, every year that there's more people that are doing it? Absolutely. Um, Fido Friendly Magazine, we like to say, leave no dog behind. And just in polling our readers with how many people are actually traveling with their dog, taking them on trips, 86% of people that are our readers are choosing their automobile with Fido's needs in mind. So um, considering we have such a high circulation, that was probably one of the most astounding numbers to me. And they're taking anywhere between two and six trips a year where they're taking Fido. So it's no longer just down the street or to the local dog park. These are trips that are in the car, on plane, to visit people for the holidays. But it's just a general sense of wanting their dogs with them because they're valued family members. So, yeah, Lori, we're seeing a really big increase in this. Great. That's, you know, I'm actually so glad to hear of that because, you know, being a dog trainer, I definitely emphasize socializing your dog and traveling with your dog is one of the best ways to get them out there, get them around other people, different environments, and even other dogs and other pets. So I'm so glad to hear that. I travel a lot with my pets. We go to all kinds of different dog shows and trials and competitions and just fun excursions and family vacations. So that is kind of a, you know, being that this is the winter time, I I wanted to talk to you a little bit about some winter excursions and vacations that people can go on with their dogs. Have you noticed or would you say that there are some uh, popular destinations? Absolutely, Lori. One of the um, items that we just did a really nice spread on in Fido Family Magazine are the top 10 ski destinations to take your dog with you. And even if you're not a skier, such as myself, I just kind of like to cozy up in the lodge and take my dog with me and find the local shopping centers. (laughs) So um, if you are a skier, we have some great um, finds that we've uncovered in this piece. And a few of them, I'd love to mention a couple of them to you. Just because they were so dog welcoming and dog friendly. And we love that, you know, just getting beyond just, 
pet tolerance. We love when they roll out the red carpet for Fido because then that makes you feel welcome. But um, just in, in my neck of the woods here in Pennsylvania, there's one called the Inn at Pocono Manor. And the Poconos was always touted as the honeymoon capital of the world, right. but it's really becoming um, a dog capital as well because this 250-guest suite manor allows the dog in. You can take your dogs to many of the slopes, and there's trails to walk. They have a lot of shopping in the area. So just something like that where you're thinking, what can I do when it's different and it's cold? You know, it's warm inside, but if you're so inclined to take your dog outside, there's plenty to do. I like to say little hounds become powder hounds <laughs> when they hit the slope. So um, that is one of the ones that really stood out to me. That, and if you're on the West Coast, there's one called Weston Monash Resort, and that's in Mammoth Lakes. And that's mm -hmm. another one. Um, one of the most, our editor was there, and he just raved about, he saw more dogs on the gondolas than he did people. <laughs> so. It, you know, it's really a sense of dog welcomeness, and I think that's pretty much what businesses and um, different resorts are doing these days because people are traveling with their pets. And that's great to hear because, and I love that you pointed out, there's, you know, there are places that tolerate pets, and, and we've all probably been to places that might have, you know, pets are accepted, but when you get there, you kind of still get that feeling like, Hmm, do they really want us here? Are they just tolerating us? You know, I've actually been places with my dogs where, you know, you could tell they almost have a, almost like a, a underlying disdain, but they're just doing it because they feel like they have to. So I like that you, you know, brought up these two locations that basically roll out the red carpet and are very welcoming and actually probably like your pets being there. Now, the, I've been to the Poconos a lot. I, I actually grew up in the Pennsylvania area in um, Allentown, uh, Pennsylvania. So we would go oh, to nice. the Poconos. Yeah, I, I would go to the Poconos a lot, but I never saw dogs there. So it's great to hear that it's becoming more pet friendly. That's awesome. Absolutely. And uh, one of the things that the Inep Pocono Manor had mentioned to me, they said in all of the years they've been established, and that's quite a long time, they've never had a dog steal their towels. <laughs> They've never True. had a dog crash a room, and you don't have to call and ask the dog to turn the TV down. So, <laughs> True. Very true. You know, that's hang <laughs> on to that. So I loved that, and I never forgot it. Yeah, that's funny. It's, you know, they definitely, dogs can make a lot better guests than, than humans. I'll never forget, I, we had our dog at, at a hotel. Of, I won't mention the brand or the chain, but some people got into the elevator with their kids and they looked at us and they said, they allow dogs here? And they said it just like that. And I said, yep, they actually do. And as soon as the doors opened, the kids went sprinting out the door and started running through the hallway, screaming at the top of their lungs while my dog is trotting along next to me, nice and quiet. And I wanted to say, they allow kids here? But yeah, I didn't. I didn't go there. But <laughs> Exactly, Lori. Exactly. Yeah. That's now, let me talk, since we talked a little bit about the Poconos, let's talk a little bit about the place on the West Coast that you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Now, which state was this in? Was this in California? This, or? Yeah, this is in California, right at the Mammoth Lakes. Okay. And in the summer months, you know, Fido's welcome with their humans to mountain hike and water play and that kind of thing. But okay. they get 400 inches of snowfall here. So um, if, if you're a true snow snow bunny and your dog is a power hound, this is one of the ones that really um, caught my attention. They have cross-country skiing. Um, there's a lot to do in the area for shopping and that kind of thing. So I definitely want to get out there for the new year, and I'm thinking that my little Dexter will make some dog snow angels 
<laughs> I'll make some snow angels and we'll leave our mark there because it just looks like one of those places that you get a little bit of everything. Wow, that's great. And, and that's great mm-hmm. that they have uh, the activities for the dogs. Speaking of which, and because this is, um, you know, DSPM, we do talk about dog sports. The, you know, there's a lot of winter type dog sports that we talk about, like skajoring and also, you know, dog sledding, that if you live in an area where there's not a lot of snow, you don't get a chance to actually try out those sports. So it would be great to take a vacation to an area where you could actually try out some of those sports that you don't normally get to try. So that's another good thing. Definitely Fido's not going to be sitting around the hotel with nothing to do. That's for sure. And that's, it's so great that you brought that up because that's the thing of it. It's long gone are the days of I'm just going to leave my dog behind and go and do things because he can't come with me. Right. So many areas just in working with different chambers of commerce in this country are, like I said, rolling out the red carpet to Fido, mm-hmm. not just at the hotel, but bringing your dog to different activities because they know it makes sense. And the majority of people who are traveling with their dogs have well-behaved dogs. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree with Mm -hmm. you there. And that's probably one of the biggest misconceptions. You know, I know that um, some of the establishments, most, you know, a lot are coming around. Some are still very resistant. But what, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the biggest misconception is that, you know, people are going to bring dogs that are unruly and and not very well behaved and not well cared for. When in actuality, the people who do treat their pets like they're part of the family and do travel, very often those are the most well-behaved pets. Those are pets that have been well-socialized, have been well-trained, and will make great guests. So I wish it, you know, I'm glad that misconception is getting uh, you know, a little bit less and less as we go on. Now, those you mentioned those two uh, with mainly skiing. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other, out of that top 10, any other, like maybe more in the middle of the country or some other areas? Absolutely. We uh, we have had Colorado. We have Vermont. I had Jackson Hole, Wyoming in here. Lake Placid, New York. Now, that's kind of more on the East Coast. Stowe mm-hmm. is another one. That's okay. in Vermont. They get about 340 inches of snow in Vermont yeah. per season. So, and, and probably, as you know, so if you're looking to head north for wider pastures, I'd say that's a really nice region to go to, uh, the Stowe Mountain Lodge. Uh, tell you right, I, I don't think I could talk about skiing without mentioning Telluride because right. there's a 13-minute gondola ride from the village that goes up and it's totally Fido-friendly. Okay. So it's the kind of thing you think, well, once I get up there, how's Fido going to get down? It's not so much that he's going to be skiing with you, mm-hmm. but you know that if you're going to kind of go up, you want the ride, you want the experience. Uh, I haven't heard of dog skiing yet, but I'm sure yeah. with some of the extreme sports out there, you could speak to this, Lori. Right. That's probably not too far behind. <laughs> oh, I'm sure somebody will come up with it. You know, we have the skajoring, which is close. The person's on the skis. But I'll tell you what, you know, things change so much. Before you know it, they are going to make skis for dogs. I just know it. Uh, it's not that far behind. Now, okay, let, we talked about the cold weather stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I'm like you. If I go to the cold weather, if I go skiing, I'm the one that's in the lodge, probably by the fireplace, drinking a hot toddy or something like that. I'm more of a sun worshiper, so I like the warmth. So for people who are trying to get away from the cold and want to take their dog with them, do you have a couple of uh, destinations that are really that you found are really phyto friendly? You know, we do, and this is one that's near and dear to my heart because I'm looking for them because I want to escape during this time of year, especially with the winters in Pennsylvania. One of the ones that really stood out to us this year in our top 10 phytofriendly beaches was Huntington Dog Beach, and that's in California, and we aptly named it the Disneyland 
of beaches for dogs. Um, mm-hmm. While it's leashless, you can go doggy al fresco. Local diners are allowing dogs there. People surf. People are on the beach also. But we just we couldn't take our eyes off that, and we sent one of our writers there, and they just said, of all the different places and a sense of dog friendliness, what Huntington Beach had to offer, just how clean it was. Because a lot of people, I think, think dog beaches are dog warm places, and is it going to be messy and that sort of thing. And the majority of people, once again, are responsible enough. Right. We know we want to we keep that option. So um, that's one, of course, you think of the West Coast and heading to beaches, but even things like the middle of the country in Chicago, Illinois. Now, during the winter months, you're going to hit that winter, but as it starts to warm up a little bit, there's an off-leash dog beach in Chicago. I wow. had no idea. Yeah, it's called Susan Kimmelman Off-Leash Dog Beach. And um, for $5, your dog gets a beach tag, and they're welcome to play, run, be in the waves all day. It's just that we always tell people, make sure your dog is under voice command and will return right. to you because you don't want, you know, your your dog taken off at the, the cutest poodle that comes around right. or trying to catch right. a wave. Absolutely. So, yeah, there are many, many, and um, on our website, we have a ton of them listed, but between North Carolina, Florida, California, there's numerous dog beaches that will welcome Fido, and you can escape the snow and head for sand. Great, and I'll tell you, I was, um, I did a little research myself this past spring, and there actually are quite a few beaches, and you mentioned North Carolina and the Outer Banks area, and a lot of mm-hmm. them are, are not as pet-friendly, but there's a lot of private beaches and private areas that are very dog-welcoming, and, you know, people just have to do their research, and, and your magazine, we're going to definitely give all the information so people can, can get in touch with you and log on to the, the website and also the magazine so that they can, you know, look at your different lists, but people just really have to do their research, and when you say that's one of the biggest things that people should research before they head out with their pet. Absolutely. Just make sure, and I, and I love the thing that you're reinforcing. If you have a, a new puppy and you're thinking, well, my life is going to change. I can't travel with them. Once you get them acclimated to the car and take them to a local park, take them somewhere that's a positive place once they get out of the car, they're going to really start liking travel, doing the research to make sure you know if the place is pet friendly, making sure your dog is equipped for the ride or for the plane ride. And even if you have an older dog, I always like to say you can still teach an older dog new tricks because Absolutely. I trained my seven-year-old and I adopted her and and she just loved traveling after that. So yeah, do your research, make sure your dog is road ready, as I like to say, Right. but the majority of people are responsible enough that are traveling with dogs, and this is what I've seen. They know they're going to be spending hours of time in the car, so they're really not going to want to have a dog that's acting up. Sure, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Key is research. Very good. We're going to take a short break, and I want to come back, and I want to talk about maybe some shorter excursions, maybe some day trips that mm-hmm. people can take, and um, also some things that I wanted to go back to talking about hotels and some hotel etiquette with you. But we're going to take mm-hmm. a short break and hear from our sponsors, and we'll be back in a couple of minutes. ESPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network, will be right back with more exciting action and biting commentary right after this quick time out. There isn't anything we won't do to make sure they're getting the best products and the best care. 
So when you ask us a question like, So how do you feel about cat condos? We can say from experience, Feels like home. For her. Enter the code DSPN10, DSPN, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com. FTD's network of over 40,000 florists around the world have been creating beautiful handcrafted arrangements for 100 years. Each arrangement is delivered the same day and backed by FTD's 7-day satisfaction guarantee. For a century, people have trusted their most important occasions to the flower experts at FTD. Since Pet Life Radio is all about puppy dogs and flowers, our listeners, that's you, can get a 20% discount on your order. Just go to florop.com and use the code DSPN1234 at checkout. F-L-E-U-R-O-P dot com. Code word DSPN1234. Question, what do I want? What do I need? I'll take affection. I reach attention. I need time. I need love. I crave attention. Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes. Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts, put your seatbags and sleeping pets in their full upright position, and prepare for takeoff. Pet Life Radio presents Travel Tales, the show where you'll get great travel ideas on perfect places for you and your pet. From Paris to Paradise, south of the border to the South Seas, Travel Tales will give you cool tips on fun vacation destinations to travel with your pet, pet-friendly hotels, and advice on how to travel safely and happily with your furry best friends. So, get ready to pack the bags and the bones with your Travel Tales hosts, Susan Sims and Nicholas Veslowski, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. Get ready for game time with your DSPN host, Lori Williams. And welcome back to DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network here on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Laurie Williams, and we are talking with Carol Bryant, the PR and social media director of Fido Friendly Magazine. And we're just having this great conversation about one of the best 
activities you could do with your dog, and that's travel. So, Carol, welcome back. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, we talked about some bigger excursions going off to, um, you know, ski resorts and, and beaches. And, I, you know, I think there's a lot to be said about some little shorter trips that you can take with your pet, little day trips. And, you know, I know your magazine covers so many different areas. What are some of the, the things that stand out in your mind of just like a short, little short excursion that people can do with their pet? And now, depending on your area, I'm just going to give you a, a, an example of two of the places that I took my little guy, uh, Dexter, this year. One of them was in Denver, Colorado, and it was the 16th Street Mall. And literally, this entire promenade is outside. You can walk the streets with your dog. It's in Denver, and it's just gorgeous and clean. Take your dogs in many of the stores. You could eat outside with your dog. And that's just a nice day trip. You don't necessarily have to plan for this huge excursion to do that. And I'm sure that, and I know this from my years in traveling with dogs, these types of things are peppered throughout the country. So it's not that you have to hop on a plane and uh, go to Denver. If you're on the East Coast, I have to tell you one of my most favorite cities to travel to with Dexter, and I, I'm within two hours driving distance, is New York. Uh-huh. Such, such a dog-friendly city. It is. You know, and stores that allow your dog. Some of the, there were restaurants that allowed me to sit outside with Dexter. Um, so in, in the cold months, you know, takeout is, is definitely an option because just with some of the health and safety code laws, you can't necessarily take your dog in. But right. New York is a perfect excursion, and we've done so many different stories of day trips going to New York and where to go and what to see. Just Central Park alone, I mean, you could sit there for the day or take your dog and, and be entertained by shows. There's vendors. There's, there's just plenty to do. So something as easy as a local park, it doesn't have to cost you an arm and a leg. We like to say that's Bowser on a budget. Absolutely. So, um, now, I wanted yeah. to ask you, have you all heard of or gotten any information about a place in Richmond, Virginia? It's called the Stony Point Fashion Center. And, yes. and if you have, have you heard of it? I was going to say, I was hoping you had, because it's one of the most pet-friendly malls or shopping area that I've ever been to. I wrote a piece on Virginia for our an issue earlier this year, and I traveled to Virginia and trying to find several things. That was one of the ones that stood out, and I loved how in the stores, they actually had little placards in the front that said, mm-hmm. if your dog was welcome to come there. So Absolutely. we knew who would let Dexter come in. Right. Um, it's outdoor, but how clean and welcoming. And I, you know what? I think I actually spent a little bit more than I would have because they uh, yeah. let me bring my dog. Absolutely. I love that place. You know, they have the high-end stores, you know, they have the Louis Vuitton store and and Saks Fifth Avenue. And yeah, they have the high-end stores, but you're right. They have the little placards. And I would say at least 90% of the stores do allow pets in. I think even the Godiva chocolate place allows you to take your pets in. I didn't want to take my pet in there just because of the whole chocolate thing. I didn't want it to be on the floor. But, yeah, you can take your pets in there. They have water bowls in mm-hmm. the stores and they give treats. It's just really – I love how it is very welcoming. They want you. And you hit the nail on the head. Guess what? If a pet owner is happy – they're more apt to stay in there longer. They're probably more apt to buy more things. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. And I think that's what the biggest trend we've seen. And it's just turning into a staple is people, you know, whether stores and the economy and businesses are ready for it or not, we're traveling with our pets. And yes. just think about even 10 years ago, it would be unheard of for someone to say, I'm going shopping with my dog. And right, absolutely. now that's really become the norm. 
Right. And all size pets, I'd like to point out, you know, my my most famous pet is Andrew, my little Maltese that I was on uh, The Greatest American Dog with. But I have larger dogs as well. And, and you know, you people think of, you know, the purse dogs and the small foo-foo dogs are the ones that people take shopping. But I've taken my Dalmatian in stores with me. I've mm-hmm. taken, you know, it doesn't matter as long as they're well-behaved. And I do want to, you know, segue to that. Um, a little bit because I am a dog trainer, so that's of utmost importance. You know, one of the things and one of the reasons I believe that a lot of places are becoming more pet welcoming is because people who are great ambassadors, the people who are taking their pets are taking well-behaved pets and the people are being responsible, cleaning up after their pet, making sure that, you know, every, I I say every dog has his limits. You know, if your dog Mm -hmm. is in an area or in a place that's not quite where he should be and he starts getting a little stressed, you know, a good pet owner, a good pet parent knows to take the dog out of that situation. So, you know, I, wouldn't you say that, you know, having a well-trained, well-socialized dog is like number one? You definitely want to have that before you start doing all of these things. Absolutely. Take, get your dog used to people. Make sure that um, they're not going to bark at everybody that's walking by and right. that they just are able to respond to voice command. And so before I did any of that with any of my dogs, that's, that's exactly the, the sort of thing we did. And with traveling with a big dog, I like to say dog equality for all. And mm-hmm. if you have a Great Dane or a Chihuahua, manners, manners, manners. Absolutely. And that's the bottom line. You hit the nail on the head. Yeah, I completely agree. My goal is always for my dogs to be not only as well-behaved as kids, but better behaved than any child that is in anywhere. And I love that. I've had people, um, I actually do fly with my dogs quite a bit, but I've had parents turn to their child when they pass by the aisle and see that I had a dog sitting with me the whole time and they'll pass by the aisle and then they'll look at their kid and go, now why can't you behave like that? So <laughs> that's my goal. My goal is to, to have my dog be, you know, the, the great ambassador. And I, you know, I want to point out while I have you here, Carol, you know, it's really not that difficult if you start early, particularly if you have a puppy, you start out early with them. But even if you have a rescue dog that you've rehomed, if you start out slow, no, don't take them to a big crowded mall for their first excursion. Take them somewhere that's a little bit more quiet, maybe just a few people. Always have treats on hand and have toys if your dog's toy driven. Make that that trip be something that's very pleasant and it's going to be a positive experience and a positive memory and then work your way up. You know, don't just throw them into the, the most crowded, most active and place with the most distractions right away. Work your way up and, uh, you know, start out kind of slow. Truly. And having a Cocker Spaniel, he's very toy driven. And in, in lieu of carrying his big ducky around with me in the store, <laughs> I've learned that the little, you can buy the little squeakers that are yes. in, um, the toys. And so I just keep that in my pocket. And instead of doing clicker training, I like to say I do squeak training because when I need his attention, I'll just do one squeak. squeak, and squeak. Yeah. He's there. Yeah. Very good. That's a great idea. Now, I, I wanted to talk about, we actually do a lot of therapy dog work and I, I train and I, and I test people to become therapy dog and therapy partners with their dog. So we always talk about, you know, what would you have packed in your bag for, let's say, a day excursion? And I think that's one of the things that will help you be a great ambassador if when you do go visit these places, you're prepared on what you, you know, what you might need for your dog. And I don't know if you guys have ever done an article on, but what would you say are some of the things that, that a person who's traveling with their pet, and even if it's just a short trip, what should they have on hand in their little bag? 
Sure. This is actually my forte. And in the September, October issue, we did a complete piece on what to take for a day trip and what you should have on with you no matter what. And key for us is always a first aid kit you definitely want. And whatever you decide goes in them. You can buy them pre-made or you can stock your doggy's first aid kit with essential items. And that kind of thing is located, which we'll talk about later on the Friendly blog as well. Things like um, a dog, just a bowl. I carry an extra leash with me because if I'm going to go somewhere and I leave a leash behind in the room, I want to make sure I have two leashes with me. Clean water, doggy wipes, paper towels. I have, I carry a, a, a um, pair of tweezers in the event the dog has a tick that lands on. I mm. always make sure I have wet wipes with me. It's yes. just kind of a staple with a white dog. Those are just some of the, you know, just the off the top of my head things, but we have a complete list of what you should put in there. I like to carry my vet's phone number with me, make yes. sure that I have. I generally carry Dexter's records no matter what because I do so much traveling. Sometimes you get asked for, um, you know, proof of vaccination yes. or just some information that off the top of my head I wouldn't have readily available for recall. So right. if you're taking a day trip, just, you know, the basics. But I think the major thing should be a first aid kit because I've had dogs just break a, a toenail, in fact, at, at the dog park running around. And so any septic stick to stop the bleeding, just little things that you don't realize you're going to need until the time comes. Absolutely. And human Band-Aids don't necessarily fit a dog. Mm-hmm. So you definitely need to have very specific, the vet wrap, a, a lot of people are familiar with it because they have it mm-hmm. at the vet, but it's really not hard to get your own vet wrap and, you know, and have the gauze and then you can wrap the gauze around your dog and the vet wrap will keep it on. Just little things, the peroxide, as you said. I've also had people advise people to go to their vet and ask their vet. <laughs> Give me, what should I have in my first aid kit? Because you're right, you can purchase them pre-made, but people can totally make their own. You know, all those Mm -hmm. items are available. Yeah, that's what we've done. And uh, I was dog sitting for a friend and took the dog to the park recently. And I thought, well, what could really happen? You know, it was was November and the dog got stung by a bee. And I had in my kit this bee sting kit for dogs. And I, you know, it's the kind of thing you think, you can't think of everything, but it's nice just to have, you think, what kind of situation might arise? And so... You just never know. It's just like kids. You don't know. You don't know. And again, we'll continue to make the kid and the child parallel because people, when they travel with kids, they make sure that they have their little bag, you know, for the babies. Of course, they have the diaper bag. And for toddlers, you know, they have a bag and, you know, with the little sippy cup and the Cheerios, the emergency Uh Cheerios. You know, same thing with your dog. You want to have that bag for what if you never know what's going to happen so that's part of traveling that's part of being prepared so i'm glad we were able to talk about that a little bit and let me go ahead and mention your website while we and let's talk about your blog a little bit while we're on the subject sure we're located at phytofriendly.com that's our website and our blog you could come and find us at blog.phytofriendly.com so just put the word blog in front of it and our blog we've been around we're going into our 11th year as a magazine but the blog is a recent launch earlier this year and we're doing really well with it has such a fun community because the magazine comes out six times a year so you're waiting for that next issue to come and you still want to know what you know people are doing what's new in the dog world what's going on with dog travel we really try to make the blog and the website an extension of the magazine so that you're not having to just pace and wait for the mailman to bring you that next issue. Because I always feel like it's Christmas when the newest issues of my favorite magazines come. 
Sure, absolutely. And Fido Friendly is available both online and as a, a hard copy magazine as well, correct? That's right. We're in digital, we're in print, and it, you can get us by subscription. And right now, they're, they're actually running something that um, I've given to several family members, but they don't know it yet, and hopefully they're not listening. Oh, yeah. But, we'll make sure they don't. <laughs> yeah, they won't hear this. Uh, if you subscribe, you could give a gift for a dollar to as many people as you want. So I've kind of checked off my vet, the mailman, neighbors. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's really fun. And so you could get a digital or in print. Okay. Wow, that's a great deal. What other little, do you have any other little specials or little events or contests or anything that you'd like to mention? We do. If you log on to phytofriendly.com every single day for the month of December, we're giving away a really cool Fido prize, something for your dog. We have a $600 dog house, everything um, from that to leashes, bandanas, gift certificates. And all you do is log on, enter your information, and you, you do this every day for 26 days, and you can win a prize a day. So we've had a real lot of success with that and some really happy people that we know are going to have some presents under the tree for their dogs. That sounds cool. So you're basically kind of like the Oprah's favorite things, but for people with their dogs, the giveaways, we love that. Yeah, and we love, you know what we do on the blog? We love to do that year-round also. I always have something running on the blog for contests. Um, Right now we have a photo contest that ends soon, but all you have to do is send in a picture of your dog for the holidays, and we're giving away 20 gift packs of things if you're picked for one of the the best pictures. So there's always something, and I kind of have my own calendar just so I don't lose track of what's going on. But we like to say we have no fleas, we're bark-free, and it arrives six times a year. So (laughs) you can't go wrong. You really can't. And, um, you know, I just think it's a a great publication for people to be able to get the most up-to-date information about, you know, this is part of, like we talked about the research. You, you know, we have a whole magazine that's dedicated to traveling with your dog. I mean, that's something that would come in handy for anybody who travels with their pet. Because like you said, you know, we'll go back to the, what we said at the beginning. It's not just about tolerating the pets or that pets are accepted. It's about them really wanting and welcoming and you know a lot of times when you know you're in the right places when they actually pay more attention to your pet in a good way than they do uh, to you I've walked in some hotels where right away the focus went oh my gosh look at the dogs and they really weren't paying that much attention to me and I was okay with that I always tell myself that's the way it should be we, we recently were at a hotel in New York and we walked in and there was a sign that said welcome Dexter and I thought okay we've arrived the dog has his own <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That's when you know you're in the right place. So before we go, one one last thing I wanted to go, because, again, we are trying to get people to feel more comfortable traveling with their pet and at the same time to be great ambassadors. So when you do travel, that you're leaving a good impression so that even more establishments will be pet friendly and welcoming. So let's talk about real quick uh, some hotel etiquette. What would you say are your like top several things that people should always remember when they are in a hotel with their pet. Bring or ask for, and many provide, sheets. If you're going to, your dog might not be allowed on your couch or your bed at home, and or maybe he is, but if you've got muddy paws or, or dirty feet and they're jumping up onto the furniture, you want to leave a gift behind but not paw prints. So we'd like to, say to make sure you're putting sheets down or some kind of old blanket to carry with you 
just so, I, because I know my dog, the first thing when he gets in a room, he's like a little kid. He wants to jump on the bed. <laughs> Absolutely. That's fun. You know, and room service comes in or the maids or, you know, housekeeping, and they look at me like, uh. So I make sure that if he's on the bed, he's keeping everything clean. Another thing is don't let your dog in the room alone if he or she is a barker. There's no uh, quicker way to get yourself a phone call or for someone to ask you, you know, to keep it down. Then you wouldn't want a screaming baby next door any more than you would a dog. Um, And found if there are pet sitters now that many hotels in the concierge and just even some of the chains are offering pet sitting services. So if you do want to go out to dinner and you're you really don't want to leave your dog someone can come in the room with you and um, they're certified and you just have to, again, do your research. So don't leave a barking dog in the room. And one of the most important things also, make sure you're not changing their diet. You're, you're giving them food from that area. Sometimes even dogs get sensitive to water in different areas. Right. So I carry bottled water with me. Yes, me too. That's you a don't great. want a dog on a vacation. And I always like to know before I get somewhere, who's the local vet, emergency vet, so that God forbid, but in the event something happens, I know that I have a number available and I plug that into my cell phone. Those are all great ideas. The one with the bringing the sheets or asking for extra sheets, that's great. I, I hadn't thought of that one myself. And you're so right about the local veteran, emergency veterinarian. Um, you know, in the little uh, hotel ma- manual that they give you, they'll have the hospitals and doctors mm-hmm. listed, but they won't have veterinarians necessarily. So that's something that, you know, pet parent would have to take it upon themselves to get that information so great tips absolutely so again give me the website and where people can find Fido Friendly you and the blog sure Fido Friendly you can find the magazine learn more about us at www.fidofriendly.com and you can visit our blog which is very active and has a lot of fun going on at blog.fidofriendly.com very good And this information will also be available on the Pet Life Radio website as well. So, Carol, thank you so much for coming. As I said, I really definitely think that having you on on DSPN, traveling with your pet is probably about the most accessible activity that people can do any time of the year. You know, it takes them a little bit of limited training. Your dog doesn't have to be a big competitive dog sport athlete or anything. Just your your favorite friend, your your co-pilot, your buddy that you want to travel with. So thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today. Thanks, Lori. We love your show. Thanks. And listeners, this is the holiday season, so definitely don't leave Fido behind. Take him with you if you're going to visit relatives. Let them meet your other family member as well. And enjoy the holidays. Thank you so much for joining us here on DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network, here on Pet Life Radio. And we'll see you next time. Ladies and gentlemen, Pet Life Radio proudly presents DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. Get ready to unleash the dog sports enthusiast in all of us. From ski jogging and mushing to racing, agility, and competition, this is the place to learn all about the dog sports and activities that you can do with your furry best friend and canine competitor. So get ready for game talk. DSPN with your host, Lori Williams. Every week, on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.